Good evening, everyone. You can go and take a seat if you, if Caleb just, you can stand the whole time if you want. It's fine. Um, oh my God. I don't know why that happened. Um, yeah, if we haven't met, my name is Megan. Is this on? Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys. Um, but tonight, yeah, we're going to be talking about running the race. And it looks like Rob's running around right now to do something. Um, oh. That was the problem. Um, yeah, and so I'm excited to dive into this, and we won't waste any time. If you want to follow along, we'll be in 1 Corinthians 9, um, 24 through 27, but it'll be on the screen if you want to read there. Um, I will go ahead and read it for you. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So, run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching it to others, I myself should be disqualified. You see, what Paul is talking about here is that God has put us on this earth to run a race. And the Lord intends us to win this race. And this is the race of a fateful life that Paul is talking about. And you can see by his eagerness and his determination of what he talks about putting his body through is that he knows that what is at the end of this race is very important. It's not a wreath that will wither away. It's not a trophy that will collect dust on a shelf. What you believe about eternity is so important and will determine how you run the race also. So I want to ask you about eternity. Do you think that eternity, that heaven, you know, we all have our own ideas of it. We hear about it in songs. We see about it in movies. We all have grown up with our own Americanized like thoughts of like what we want our heaven to be, right? And so do you think that heaven is the life that the Lord has intended for you continuing? Or do you think that it's a vacation? Do you think it is life continuing or vacation. I know what I would like my heaven to be like personally. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. But how you talk about it is how you think about it, right? We know that how we have that mindset is, is, it comes out in the things that we talk about, what we believe comes out, and what we are eager for. And so, right, when we're eager for, when I'm eager for, like, my version of heaven, if I can just get to that, and I think we have that mindset and other things in our life. If I can just get to the end of the week, if I can just get to Friday at 5 p.m., if I can just get through the end of this night, through this class. And so therefore we sprint. We sprint through everything that is in front of us that we are in. But this race that Paul is talking about is not a sprint. It's what we know as a marathon. But this world has us so trained and geared to sprint through every single thing that we do. That we, do not know, that we do not know how to have longevity for the race that is in front of us. The world has taught you to cram as much in as you can, to take as many hours as you can in a semester, to get that job as soon as possible, to never stop. Everything is supposed to be overnight, right? Like that's our expectation, is to sprint through it. So if we have to then change our mindset to it's a marathon, and how you're running 
is determined by what you think you're running to. How your heaven looks affects how you do life now. It affects how you run. Has anyone here ever run a race? Not like a relay race or like, like a sprint situation, but like a race and not like you didn't really train for it or put any effort in. Like I've, I've done that. Raise your hand. Like mighty proud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some of you will find this really funny and you can laugh, but once upon a time, I ran cross country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's hilarious, I know. Um, I was not good by any means, and I really did not care about it. I didn't put any effort. I like, didn't practice that much. Um, and I will never forget my first cross country meet. We huddled up, the, the thingy went off, and I took off <laughs> with the group, <laughs> and I'm running, and I'm like, I'm, I'm doing okay, but like, you know, I'm quickly like running out of breath. Like I haven't been conditioning for this. I haven't been training. It's really hard to look like the rest of the girls running when you haven't been running like the rest of the girls have been running. And I, I ran until no one could see me. And then I proceeded to walk the rest of the race. <laughs> yep. And then I would pick it up again as soon as I was in, as I was in like eyesight of other people. And then I would continue to walk as I was no longer in the eyesight of other people. I was not running to win. I was just trying to get through the race. It was so bad that I came in second to dead last. And it was also so bad that they had begun another race because they didn't want to wait on me to get back. (laughs) But I will never forget running down the green and almost feeling embarrassed that people were cheering for me. Because I had not earned that. I had not put in the effort that I should have. And running across the finish line, it didn't feel the way finishing a race should have felt. My cross-country coach would always say this phrase, and I will probably carry it with me the rest of my life. He would always tell us, champions are made when no one is watching. Champions are made when no one is watching. Champions are made when no one is watching. The way that I was running when no one was watching was not making me a champion. We all know what it's like to only run when you're here. We all know what it's like to only run the race of a fateful life when someone's watching you. Because it's really hard to keep up right when someone's not watching you. This determines if and how you finish the race. The way that you're running when no one can see you determines if and how you finish the race. So I want to ask you, are you willing to do what it takes to gain longevity in this race of life. To not feel like you're just constantly grasping for air. Oh shoot, I gotta pick it up, people can see me. You know, as the Lord has began to sanctify me and work through like what discipline needs to look like in my life, he's brought me through something that I have to think about a lot and it's that what present Megan decides will always affect future Megan. You know, like I think like that about that in my cross country days. What what present what then present Megan decided to do, you know, when she hated that feeling of what it was like to go across that finish line. So I started like working hard and actually putting in effort and actually training, and actually working at practice and actually going home in my free time and running. That affected the what was going to be the future Megan. 
I shaved over 40 minutes off my time. <laughs> and then I went on to um, mm -hmm, accept the um, most improved runner award. <laughs> yeah, which means, hey, you sucked, but you don't anymore. Yeah. But that affected the Megan that will go on to do that. The, the Megan that decides to just go ahead and get gas tonight instead of waiting on the way to work tomorrow, right? We all make decisions for ourselves when we can think of what our future self is going to want more. You make sacrifices for the things that you care about every single day. You make choices that will impact what you really want to do. You are willing to suffer for the things that you really care about. The things that you suffer for tell you how you view heaven. And you make excuses for yourself for the things you don't want to do every day. So I want to ask you, like, what do you run like that for? We're all running for something. We, we know how to, oh, some of us, know how to win the race of good grades because we value that over the race of faithfulness. What are the things in your life that you run as though you will obtain a prize? And is that prize worth sacrificing for? How do you view eternity? Are you willing to make a decision to discipline yourself? Because without discipline, you will not have longevity. And without longevity, you just will not make it. Trying to run a race without expecting longevity is the most excruciating thing ever. That means, like, not hitting the snooze button. And that means, like, saying no. Like, sorry, guys, I'm not going to go do that thing tonight because I want my life to be honoring to the Lord. Or, hey, no, I'm actually going to go to bed tonight and make a sacrifice to not do this fun thing so that I can get up and be with my Lord. That means prioritizing and protecting time to be here, to be in community, to be in the church. There is such eternal value in self-discipline far more than we could ever think or imagine or know what is to come. So I want to ask you, every day make a decision to discipline yourself, to discipline your mind, and to discipline your time with eternity in mind. We're going to have a few prompts come up on the screen, and as Ethan comes down to play for a little bit, um, I want you to think about these questions and answer them. What does present you need to do for future you? What is present you not doing for eternity you? What does present you need to ask for help for future you to win? We'll leave these on the screen for a little bit as you think about it. Bow your heads with me. May we each learn to view our lives through the lens of eternity. May we make decisions tonight with eternity in mind. May we wake up tomorrow willing and ready to sacrifice our desires in the here and now for the better things that you have promised. May we run to win in our homes, our dorms, our classes, our jobs, our friend groups. 
Lord, help us to let eternity saturate our minds and our hearts, that we might remember that the things in front of us here and now, we cannot carry over the finish line. Give us the grace and the courage to discipline ourselves, to admit what we need to do in the present, and to carry it through when no one is watching. Help us to see that we are our biggest obstacle and remind us that you have given us everything we need to win this race.